Hi guys, happy Tuesday and it's the first day of summer. I'm so excited. I am doing this episode live from the Sohouse West Hollywood with a guest that I admire. I love your work and I am so happy and honored that you're here. Hi, Nicole. Hi, thanks so, for having me. Let me interview, in, introduce you first of all. Nicole Moore, you're a love coach. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I like this. <laughs> I have a love coach. Been doing it for more than 10 years. Wow. And uh, I will tell you, I've heard everything. You've heard, I've been doing the podcast for two years and I heard everything. I can only imagine you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of, um, I'll say this, people have a lot of stuff going on in their love lives. And right. Behind the scenes. And, th- and, you know, people don't really share, like, whatever you say on social media, please forget that. Because, like, <laughs> let me tell you, you will not believe the stuff that's going on behind <gasps> the scenes. And I mean I want to know the behind the scenes. But the first question, of course, I mean, can you explain a little bit what is a love coach? How did you become a love coach? Okay. It sounds great. <laughs> so I became a, so uh, I just, I was working in public relations. I did that, that. I have a degree in public relations and, and I just didn't like it. Now I do PR for myself all the time and I love it, but I just didn't like, I didn't like it at the time. And I was researching life coaching school. So I got certified as a life coach. At the time I was in a relationship. I thought it was my soulmate. I thought uh-huh. I had everything. Yeah. Turns out, no, he was uh, emotionally abusive, cheating, uh. narcissist, all the things. But that was my intention. Like, let me spread love to everybody. And it was just like a big joke of the universe that I had to learn it for myself, too. Uh So I just wanted to help people with self-love. Like, I really just wanted to help people with that issue. That was like a big issue for me. Uh And that's how I I started. And I started just like doing everything you could think of to try and find clients. And it just kind of grew from there. So, okay. So let's say you find a client. So how do you, I mean, I don't even know how to start. I have so many questions. (laughs) Okay. Let's say me, I I meet you and I'm like, obviously I need a love coach. I was married. This is why I started the podcast because my husband died. And then I jumped after 15 years in the dating pool and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Mm -hmm. It's chaotic, right? Mm -hmm. What is the first thing you tell the person? Like, what is the first step to working with you? Okay. So first of all, I like to simplify things. So I would say like, listen, we got to look at your mindset, your heart, or your energy. So most people are good in one and then they're kind of okay. Wait, mindset, heart, heart, and and energy. energy. So your mindset is like how you're thinking about dating. Is it like everybody sucks? I'll never find love again. There's nobody. That's true. Negative. That's your mindset, right? Then your heart is like, are you healed from your past? Yeah. Are you you closed? Right. Did your parents kind of mess you up and now you just recreate that? (laughs) Like the heart piece is that kind of stuff. Like what are you attracting? And there's your energy. Like bottom line, when people are around you or they see your dating profile, whatever it is, do mm-hmm. they want to come closer or mm-hmm. do they want to go farther away, right? So I always like assess people, like, let's look at your mindset, let's look at your heart, let's look at your energy, where do we need to go first? Because uh, like, love advice isn't one size fits all. I really hate right, that shit. I hate right. like, these are the rules. It like makes people crazy, yeah. makes people feel bad about themselves and it's not applicable for everybody. So I just kind of go through and say, okay, maybe for you, we gotta work on your heart. Maybe it's close. Maybe you're afraid of losing Or maybe the op, I think with me, it's the opposite I think I open up too fast mm, okay so this is like the overgiving <laughs> market there's also like I have a whole quiz on this if you want to figure out what you're dating For, like, like you said is. you know how like some people say to you oh I hate everybody I'm never gonna find I think I'm kind of like it's the like opposite yeah yeah, yeah 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 like oh I meet the guy and I go on two through this like oh yeah this is great yeah 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 so you project everything onto him you're really like the good one and the light and everything and yeah you project it on him yeah. and he disappoints you and then you're like yes. why am I not good enough ah yeah so this is why I say it's not one size fits all listen people like you you need to have boundaries you need to have a velvet rope around your heart some people are so close they need to like go on a few more dates and be open so you have to kind of like know yourself but if you're a person who gives too much opens up too much that has to do with you realizing that 
like forget everybody else and how they treated you forget forget <laughs> that like what you've gotten is one tenth of what you deserve and it's yeah. hard to imagine it's hard to yes. like like you can say in your mind i want more ha 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 yeah. but to feel that like uh -huh. to really know no you cat you deserve 10 times yes. more yes. than what you've had you're going to say where yes. that hasn't happened where am i going to yes. get it do people like that exist? Is I it know. really possible? So that's my job. Like, I just kind of help people come back to the truth over and uh -huh. over again. Like, this is what you deserve. This is what you should go for. Yeah. This is how you should communicate. Like, over and over again, I'm there. So when you're freaking wow. out, uh -huh. I'm there. That's when you want to send a rude text, I'm there. <laughs> Don't do it. When you, when you, whatever it is, like, kind of <laughs> like I'm there. And, like, not to be dependent on me, because when I say it's I'm there, what I really mean is, like, all I'm doing is helping you connect to love inside. It's not uh -huh. me. It's just that voice. You're inside. just doing the guidance and, and helping us figure out the, the right mindset. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, I don't mean like it's me. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not like a guru. It's really just love. Like, but you say some like really interesting things that I've never heard before. And you touch the point that I've interviewed experts, quote unquote, in the past, um, luxury matchmakers, blah, blah, blah. And most of them, like you said, they have these rules. <sighs> don't do this. Do that. Da, da, da. And I am a person. Person. And I think for me, tell me for your clients, is the same. This is why I think dating is so daunting. I don't yeah. like playing these games. No, no, no. I don't so, have ugh. time. I don't have patience. So, like, you know, wait 48 hours to text. If I like mm -hmm. someone, I'm going to say hi. I'm going to yeah. say good morning. I'm going to say good afternoon. I don't play games. But I, sometimes I wonder if it backfires at no. me. Or should we play games? Should we not no. play games? No, 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 no. Never play games unless you want a fear-based person. Like, yeah, the rules only work on people like that. Listen, yeah. your job is to be you. Like, it's not easy, right? Like, but your mm -hmm. job is to be you because you want the person who's you. When totally. I'm with my husband, like, I'm not calculating in my mind how to be with my husband. Right. Like, You're that's just silly. You, yeah. Right? So why yeah. wouldn't you be that in dating? Like, you see I what I'm saying? So but a lot of girls, they, and I have a lot of girlfriends, and I, tell me if your clients are the same. They literally believe, oh, if I make the guy wait, he's going to want me more. If I'm late for the first date, he's going to respect me more. If I withhold, we're going to talk about this whole mm -hmm. withholding sex. Ugh. But, and I don't do any of these things. And obviously I'm still single and it, it ends up like backfiring. I mean, mm -hmm. so is there like a no, balance? Or? A certain kind of guy will like that. But again, those guys usually have intimacy issues mm -hmm. or power. So yeah, they like to play the games, but those guys don't really make good boyfriends. It might be like they make, they might be rich or they might have this. Yeah, or they might have yeah. that. They're not going to give you love. Like those kind of guys don't give you real <laughs> love. So it depends on what you want. Maybe if you don't want love, play the games. But I if hear you want you. real love, you have to be you. Yes. Find the right person. Not everybody's gonna like that. Not everybody yeah. likes to text right away. Totally. But some people love it. And like, what's so wrong with love? Like, this is the thing that all the games have it backwards. It's normal. If you like somebody, you're happy to get a text from them. If yes. you're afraid, that's your intimacy issue, yes. right? It's not the person giving the love. Totally. And. At the, on the same token, I think, and I learned that from experience as well and from doing the podcast, if you're dating someone or you just met someone and they stop texting, you stop responding, move on, right? Yeah, yeah. There is no point in insisting because if the person likes you, there's nobody that busy in the world that they're not going to respond, correct? Yeah, like you can't convince anybody. This is the thing, like, but don't take it personally. Like how you have to see it is... I represent love. I represent a good time. I represent like all this great energy. Some people, they come close to it and they pull away. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really have to do with you. If you can depersonalize it and say, this person's pulling away from love. This person's pulling away from joy. This person's yeah. pulling away from whatever. Uh. It's not about you. Now, listen, I have had some clients where the guy 
freaks out and he pulls away yeah and then over time they get back together and it's a great yeah. relationship but this is how it has to work and this is the only way it works when we have that break of time that's why i'm there so the girl's freaking out oh he left out. yeah she has to get to this place where she's like I'm only going to have the relationship if it's even better than it was before. Right, I'm right. only going to have it if it works for me. So her entire mentality flips from like, oh, I wasn't good enough to like, wait a minute. Hello. Like, if you're not ready for love, you are failing me. You're not good enough for me. So she changes her energy around. She gets back into her own self-love and she's like, dude, I'm evaluating you. Are you going to rise up? Are you uh -huh. good enough for me? Then he comes back. He's committed. And those relationships, they tend to last, but it's not because she convinced him. She actually pulled back, oh. not out of a game, uh -huh. out of self-love. Yeah, of course, self-love. But, yeah. okay, so that's the hard part. First, if somebody is that we like stops communicating, stops mm -hmm. answering our texts, the famous ghost, I can't stand yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. I've done episodes about it. I think it's so childish. Yeah. But And I agree, like, we should move on and say, I'm great, yeah, I yeah. love myself, I'm a freaking prize. Mm -hmm. But it's hard, like, the self-esteem is bruised. Yeah. How do you tell people, to, how do you handle that? I mean, you tell your clients to handle that. So, you ha I always say you got to feel the feelings first. Like, listen, it's a feeling, like, you're a human being. Yeah. If you like somebody and they stop talking to you and you don't feel anything, you're a psycho, right? Like, so <laughs> it's like, you're going to feel the feeling. But this is what people do. They, they're, ouch, he left or she left. I'm hurting instead of just feeling the feeling they go and I'm never gonna find love and it's never gonna work out for me and it happened to me three times so it must be me and this and yeah. this and they add all this shit that isn't the feeling so feeling the feeling is okay and it's healthy yeah. but once you start to add this means something about me not finding love this means something about me being deficient that's when it really goes sideways so you have to kind of discipline yourself of uh -huh. like I'm gonna feel the feeling but then I don't just have to listen to these thoughts. So one thing you could ask is, how is this situation moving me forward to my love goal? How is it? Even if you're like, this sucks. Well, maybe it's showing you more of what you want. Maybe yeah. it's showing you, I actually am kind of healing because like, I don't want that anymore, but it's showing you something. <laughs> so if you can focus on the growth, mm -hmm. what happens is when we grow, when we progress, we feel like we're winning no matter what. So I created this whole thing called dating for growth. It's too long dating to explain for right now. <laughs> dating for growth because dating for, dating growth. for growth. Where can people find it? Uh, um, I have a podcast episode on it on my podcast. I have like okay. a whole episode on it. Awesome. And I have a module <laughs> in one of my courses. But basically, this is what I realized. Dating makes people miserable because they're so focused on one outcome and one outcome only. If I yes. meet the one, I've succeeded. It's so binary. It's like yes. only one way to win and a yes. million ways to fail. And then you feel horrible and yes. you feel like crap. Yes. So when I had to go date after <laughs> leaving the relationship with the narcissist. It's tough. Yeah. Like I was like, how am I going to win? How am I going to win? And I'm like, okay, I'm a growth oriented person. So if I can find how each date disaster whatever is moving me forward yeah i know i'm gonna feel like i'm winning so after yeah. each date or each ghosting i would just ask myself how is this part of the manifestation so instead of seeing it as i manifested my man and i won mm -hmm. see it as a line a continuous line this part the part you're in right now today this you hearing these words is part of the manifestation it's not mm -hmm. well i manifested it and now everything sucks yeah this is I, part of it i love that it's just a part of the process and i tend to do that from mm -hmm. but of course it's hurtful it's painful like when yeah. somebody you're dating disappears or ghosts you i think like i said i think the biggest part for most girls for most women we blame ourselves mm -hmm. and I, i'm saying men too but in yeah. general like 
girls i think we're tougher on ourselves yeah, yeah. so like and and i've done that many times i go on one day to the guy two dates three dates and i'm thinking in my mind this is going well yeah i want to get to know this person and all of a sudden the dude disappears yeah we have the tendency of blaming ourselves yeah. it's something wrong with me no. what did i do yeah, right no and it's not but see this is the thing i have years of experience of hearing from the other side and hearing from these women like the guys will come back or they'll say say whatever and it has nothing to do with you. It's only what you're triggering in them. Or, like, listen, the reason people don't like you could be something silly. Like, you have blonde hair, and they had an ex when they were in fifth grade mm -hmm. that dumped them, and the girl had blonde hair, and mm -hmm. now they have a fear of women with blonde hair. Like, you don't know what's in somebody's mind, but usually it's not truthful. If you showed up amazing, and you know you're amazing, mm -hmm. whatever's having them pull back is some some weird thing within them. Like, yeah. just like you have fears. They but, have Nicole, fears. It, do you think and that's a question a lot of girls send to you most people nowadays we meet through dating apps that's mm -hmm. a whole other subject and and that kind of makes dating you know like ordering pizza for a lot of people mm -hmm. yeah. so do you think a lot of men go on these dating apps and they kind of lie i want a relationship i want to meet somebody but they really just want like quick sex or somebody to take out to dinner so the minute they get what they want they move on to somebody I else i think there are people like that yeah of course like there are people like that is it everybody no is no. it everybody no i mean i met my husband on tinder and this is what i say you about, did yeah. and this oh. is what i say about online dating listen i always say like wow, look that at is it. so nice yeah yeah but okay but i had a strategy and my strategy was mental and emotional. So before okay. I even opened this app, I got in the mode of like, yes, I know there's a lot of crappy guys out there. I don't care. Like, I'm the woman who attracts the relationship ready guys. I kind of got that as my identity. Like, I'm that woman. I'm the one who's going to get those. If they are there, I'm pulling them <laughs> towards me. And I believed it. So yeah. every time I saw a guy that wasn't that, I made it irrelevant. Yeah, so that's course. it. Yeah. Not my guy, not my guy, yeah. not my guy. And I just focused on those guys. And you can tell by how people show up. Like my husband, before we even went on the date, he's like, what are your dietary preferences? Like he was being extra uh -huh. thoughtful. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could tell it wasn't just somebody who's like in yeah. it for sex. So are there a lot of guys who are in it for sex or Tinder swindlers or all kinds of crap? <laughs> yeah, that exists. But you are in charge of what you pull to you. And if you don't think you are, your dating life is really up to crap. Like it's, it's, it's not in your hands. And most people don't think their dating life is in their hands. They feel well, like my dating life is just up to God's like <laughs> something. It's either like up to like God or whatever. And yes, partly God. I do think it's partly God. But you're in control. Yeah. Yeah, true. And if you don't feel like you're in control, uh -huh. that's the issue. That's what I help people with is getting okay. in control. So they are consciously attracting versus like, I'm just going to throw myself yeah. out to the sea of crap because it is a sea of crap. It is. It's, I think it's <laughs> I, and I do. I don't use Tinder, but I use other dating apps now and again. I think it's like finding a diamond in the sand. You got to filter a mm -hmm. lot yeah. to find that one person. But... Like I said, a lot of serious men, nice, successful, whatever it is that you're looking for, they will look you in the eyes and say, yes, I want a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. And then you go out to them a few times and they disappear or move on yeah. or do whatever. Is there any secret magic that you figured that out? You got to feel it. So, okay, <laughs> listen, like most women have the power of intuition. Yeah. And if, okay, if it's happening a bunch of times to you, it's usually something within you, okay? Uh -huh. Either your belief system thinking this is all there is, either your worthiness of thinking maybe I don't deserve the full commitment, something within you. Uh -huh. So if, I always say if it happens once or twice, whatever. If it happens more than three times and you attract the same guy more than three times, that's when you want to look at. Like, 
honestly, truly, what are my expectations? Like your expectations are creating your reality. People get this in like business and mm -hmm. sometimes with fitness. But I think for your love life, it's really hard to get mm -hmm. that what you're expecting, what you're feeling, all of that, what you fear, it determines what you attract. So I would ask, like, is there something in me that feels like this is all there is? Is there something in me that can't imagine me attracting something different? And if there isn't, just focus on that. Because it's like, people get so upset when they go on dating apps and they see a bunch of people that are not what you want. Yeah. But like every day, if you walk down the streets of Los Angeles, you might see two people that you're attracted to, but yeah. you're not going to every person that you see. Oh, you're not it. Like you're just letting them I pass know by. that's the tough thing. I think this dating app I mean, I get exhausted. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't have the time or the patience to like open the dating apps every single day. And it's yeah. time consuming. Yeah. You so know? you have to be focused. So like what I would do is I would just swipe on anybody that I, I didn't even read profiles that much. Because really? I'm like, I don't, I just followed on like whatever, like let me swipe, let me swipe. Like that's why I like Tinder because it's like very easy. I'm not going to read profiles because that's, I mean somewhat, but it's only like a little bit of information, right? Uh -huh. And then I would only message the people who messaged me back. And then I would only go out with the people who showed an appropriate level of interest. Right, so right. for me, it wasn't hard because I'm like, I'm going to go in the morning or I'm going to go in the afternoon. I'm going to say yes only to the people who yeah. are good. So the, it's like the mental emotional drain of your emotional reaction to all the crappy people uh -huh. is what's most tiring. Uh, so true. So true. You, you, you make some amazing points. I personally, this is what I do. And I want to know your opinion if you think it's a good idea or not. If I go through a period of going through a lot of crappy dates yeah. and I'm feeling a little tired, I kind of go like on a man diet. I came mm -hmm. up with this for my podcast. And by man diet, I mean like I literally take a break. Yeah, yeah. Like last summer, I, after going through a bunch of bad relationships, that I, I said, you know what? I'm going to spend three months concentrating on me, yeah, yeah. on my projects, on my health, on yeah, my yeah. body. I'm going to take a break. And I think sometimes for me, when I just do that, and I'm not saying it has to be three months. Maybe for yeah. somebody else, it's two weeks, a month. I come back feeling better and maybe I might be an even better partner for somebody else because yeah. I'm not feeling crappy anymore. Yeah. And if you feel better, that's great. So in general, when people say take a break, I'm like, uh, because they don't use the break in, the, in, in a useful way. Right. <laughs> so they take a break, but they're not taking a break from their thoughts in their mind about how they'll never find love. They take a break, but they're Aww. not doing that. So if you're going to take a break and you're going <laughs> to actually use that time to yeah, shift. I do. That's yeah. good. Like, you're but I'm the it. opposite. Like, I know a lot of people say I'm never going to find love. I am the endless uh, ro romantic yeah. I think like love is there and if we give up on love all the crappy people win you yeah. know and if that makes bitter. sense like, that, exactly. that's the worst thing is the bitter people like yeah. I would rather have you open your heart a million yes. times because you're going to stay more youthful yes. you're going to look more beautiful yes. like the women totally. and close their heart ugh, I know they get they really actually I think physically get dried yes. out in their appearance no and you're so right and like you said they get bitter and hard yeah. and I think you transmit that energy mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah. no yeah I'm not like that I'm actually I'm going to keep trying and trying and yeah. trying and yeah, trying yeah yeah you're like the so I have like these archetypes the dating archetypes you can take that i don't have like a i'll give you the link but like i, I have that. them in different types and so one of them is like the j-lo which is like the overgiving murder she keeps trying she keeps trying and she keeps trying yeah. but her problem but, is yeah you know she like she wasn't always picking the best guys yeah now she's back with ben but let me ask you a question about j-lo then she doesn't take a break she does the opposite she yeah. literally jumps from one engagement to the other guy like i'm not gonna be alone for a minute yeah is that a good idea no and i think it's blown up in her face because then like listen yeah. the problems follow her right they mm -hmm. follow her 
But, like, I don't know, like, if she's changed or not. But I would say, like, it seems as if she's approaching things a little bit differently. We'll yeah. see. With the, the wild card is, I'm like, is Ben healed? Right. That's the thing I'm worried about. I'm like, Can men is change? Ben healed? Because he's still, I see him smoking those cigarettes. Not that yeah. everybody's... I don't know. Sometimes when I see pictures of him, I'm like, <gasps> he, he seems like there's something going on. So we'll see. But that's the point. For somebody like you or like a J-Lo, you got to say, like, is the person that I'm dating healed enough? Are they um, are they a good enough person? Are mm-hmm. they going to treat me well? Not just like, I want the love. I want the love. Yeah. I want the love. Like, you got to have your boundaries. Yeah. Up. With me, I do not jump from one relationship to the other. I'm a little gun shy, mm-hmm. but I'm constantly trying and hoping. And I'm, a, 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 like I said, a hopeless romantic. I believe in love and the fairy tale and all this crap. But I get pickier and pickier and pickier. Like you said, if I'm swiping yeah. through the app, I like I say maybe 200 no's and like, OK, maybe I'm going to meet this guy. And then before I meet them in person, tell me if you think this is OK or not. Uh, I kind of do my due diligence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, who are you? What, where do you work? What's your name? Let's text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's figure out if I have things in common. Because I want to protect myself, make yeah. sure like I'm talking to somebody that I actually want to meet. Yes. For somebody like you with your archetype, yes, absolutely. You check on the upfront. For somebody mm-hmm. who's not dated in 10 years and they're so close and they like pick out everybody, then they have to be more open. So it depends yeah. on who you are. But for somebody like you, vetting people, or like let's say you're a single mom, vet people all day long because you have to pay a babysitter yeah, to go out. Yeah. Like, I have to pay thing. a pet sitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so if you, if you have a situation like that, vet people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. listen, vetting doesn't mean you're analyzing the checklist in your mind. It means you're looking at them, you're seeing how are they as a person? How do I feel in my heart? Do I feel like a weird feeling? Do I feel like really high? That's when you feel really high about somebody, usually that's your ego, right? But usually oh, if yeah. it's somebody who's a good match, how uh-huh. you're going to feel is excited yeah. but peaceful. It's not this crazy high. It's uh-huh. excited. You have a, a light energy. But there's this peace on the inside when uh-huh. you think about that person. So you should be looking for that energy. Yeah. If you feel bad, if you get a weird feeling, listen, especially in L.A., like, don't go out that person. <laughs> there's some crazy people out there. Yeah, because a lot of people send this question time and time again. Oh, my God, there's so many liars. I've been catfished. No, no. I yeah. say, why are you being catfished? Why don't you double check? That the person is who they say they are before you go meet them, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the people who are catfished a lot, like, I have a lot of compassion, but I notice that it happens to them multiple times. Yes. So, again, this is a pattern if you're letting yourself be catfished. People yeah. who let themselves be catfished, they want love so badly they're willing to ignore yeah, their own the intuition. signs. They believe what they want to believe yeah. in. So, that's it. Not, it's not your fault. Listen, if it happens one time, like, but if it keeps happening to you, yeah. you have to take responsibility and say, like, I'm not going to just want love so badly. Like, don't yeah. give anybody money. Like, why are you giving people money? <laughs> like, they should be giving you money. Why are you giving people money? Don't do it. I know that, and, and I think I, I have compassion, and I feel bad. But let's be honest. Like, if a, a guy you just met is calling you and asking for money over the phone, mm-hmm. I think people, like, maybe their desperation should be loved. They're believing in what they want to believe. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't buy love, no. right? No, no, no. Like, that's, I'm not going to say delusional, but it's, along those lines you know and usually those kind of people there's this desperation and desperate when you're desperate you do bad things like desperate energy is never not a good and the other person and a lot of men say that I've had a lot of male guests on my podcast. They don't like to feel that the woman is desperate. No, 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 no. Right? No, it's, not, it's, not, it's not attractive. You know, desperate no, yeah. is like, 
if, if this person doesn't love me, I'm never going to have it. Ugh, so at the core yeah, is, no. is lack. Listen, yeah. you, I just told this to a client this morning where I'm like, listen, like you, there's a lot of people you could love. Like, I know it doesn't feel that way. And I know when you're not seeing it and you're mm-hmm. like, I, I only like this guy. I've never seen any other guy that's as <laughs> good. It doesn't feel like it. But if you just think about life, it's like you do meet people. Eventually. Yeah. The only people that don't meet people are the ones who get bitter and closed and they're doing it to themselves. Yeah. You're, you're going to meet someone like you, you like if, <laughs> It would be improbable if you never met anyone yeah. for the rest of your life. I agree. No, I'm like I said, as long as I'm alive and I want to keep trying mm-hmm. because I like being in a relationship, I miss being in a relationship. And like I said, I think if you give up on love, other than making you just an unhappy, bitter person, yeah. all the assholes that you dated win. Like, congratulations, you ruined my belief in love yeah and like i think it's really silly to let someone else's fear and shitty behavior totally stop you you know from having what you want that's like when i broke up with a narcissist and he it was so bad in so many ways but i remember telling this to myself i'm like nicole you don't get to close like you are not going to close your heart because why let this person win and they're going to move on and find some person they don't care yeah they don't care about you (laughs) no no no. and i was like i can't like why why am i going to do that to you so again as long as you stay open but like stay open but keep improving your standards like for you specifically i would say write a list of what you want in a person and then cross it out and say what's 10 times better that's actually what you deserve 10 times better than what you think (laughs) is truly i think if you see my list my my few friends that see my profile they're like oh my god you're being so tough and i'm like no no Honestly, yes. If you don't fit certain requirements, yeah. I'm being completely honest. I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody, but I don't want a dude like that doesn't have a job mm-hmm. because not because I want your money, but I want somebody that can at least keep yeah. up with my lifestyle. I yeah. work super hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have these little standards that I already put out there mm-hmm. and and. If they don't match that, I mean, like you said, swipe, swipe left. That's good for you. And listen, like I always say this, if you're if you're bringing it, you can ask for it. If you're bringing it, if you're bringing the energy, yeah. ask for it. Because yeah. you're not being picky, because underneath every single thing you're saying you want, there's a reason. Somebody without a job, it's not that you want their money. It's that right. they might not be motivated. They might exactly. be depressed. Exactly. That's the real reason why. So exactly. I always say to people, listen, look yeah. at your list of qualities and look at every single one and ask yourself, but why do I really want this, right? Mm-hmm. If it's because of your ego, go then let that go but yeah. if it's because of like a real true thing yeah that's your blueprint that's literally your soul saying <laughs> this is what's going to make me happy so you might as well listen to it but then that's where the faith piece comes in you got to believe that that person exists totally i believe it we're gonna take a two minute break this episode is packed with such helpful information i hope you girlies and men too yeah. listen to your advice and when we come back i have to ask about sex yeah, yeah because of course it's like the biggest issue it's the biggest debate mm-hmm. uh, we always get hundreds of questions about it should we hold sex should we not withhold sex da, da, da. it's been so controversial on my podcast i'm dying to ask it we'll be right back nicole more the love coach and we <laughs> yes. still have to talk about your TV i know like, show. Like, i am dying i am so curious about it <laughs> we'll be right back we'll be right back <laughs> All right, I'm back with Nicole. We're trying to pack as much information as we possibly can because you have so much to say. Sex. I've had experts, luxury matchmakers Mm -hmm. that I interviewed in the past, and it's been very controversial because a lot of them say if you meet someone, you go on one date, two dates, withhold sex. Don't have sex too soon. If you have sex too soon, they're not going to respect you. 
they're not going to want to have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Is that in general true? No, you're not. A, okay. So like, you're not a prostitute. You're not bartering sex for something. Like people think I you're going to barter yeah. sex for commitment. I agree. <laughs> I, we actually, one time I used this expression, don't withhold your vagina hostage. Yeah. Cause a lot of guys are going to say, Hey, what are you doing? I'm going to go and have sex like, with somebody else. Like, I, okay. This whole thing about, Oh, sex too soon. First of all, there are couples, look at Goldie Hawn slept with Kurt Russell on the first date. I think she said, Oh yeah. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> like there, I slept with my husband on the third date for everybody who yeah. wants to know, but here's we what, want <laughs> here's what I here's what I will say. Listen, should you sleep with a person or not? It depends on you. If you're gonna like have a panic attack or be depressed for a month because you slept with a guy and he didn't call you back, don't do it for you because you don't want to go through that. So I always say, listen, if you could sleep with somebody and the next day or a couple of days after you're uh-huh. back on track, you're fine. Then yeah. you've lost nothing. Yeah. But if you're the kind of person where you're going to be miserable for a month because you slept yeah. with somebody and they didn't call you back, there's no then rule. don't do it. There's no rule. But it's the you. question is for women specifically, if I decide to have sex with a guy mm-hmm. too soon, he's not going to respect me. He's not going to want a relationship with me. You're leaving proof that that's not no, true. No, 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 no. A certain kind of person. Again, yeah. the guys who are like, I need to, uh, I need to chase people and I need yeah. to do this. They are on a hunt for something that's not even going to be fulfilled by any woman. Yeah. They're on a hunt miserable. for a bunch of women. Yeah. Maybe. So like those kind of people. Yeah. If you have sex with them too soon, they're going to discard you because, yeah. but those guys are not hunting for a real relationship. Yeah. So it's like, Again, it's the kind of person, right? Yeah. But if you really like somebody and you have a great connection and they're available for a relationship and you sleep with them on the first date, they're not going to be like, oh my God, let me make up a bunch of stuff about her. Yeah. Like so many, I know so many relationships where they had sex in the beginning. It has Mm -hmm. to do with the person. So for alpha guys, for chaser guys, if you have sex with them too soon, they will leave. But they, it's not like they wouldn't have left anyway. Or they'll commit so and they'll true. cheat. Yeah, so true. And we were saying off camera, that I think that's what has happened to me in the past a few times. I have the tendency of really like alpha man. Mm-hmm. Because on my work, I'm always in charge, in charge, in charge. My personal life, I want a guy that has a very strong personality, mm-hmm. very successful. And yeah, in the beginning, everything goes great. They don't feel intimidated by my work, da-da-da. And then after two, three days, we have sex then we have sex again and then all yeah. of a sudden like i'm too busy i'm mm-hmm. traveling mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. but that's probably it has nothing to do with me right no, it has to do with the guy so think about like somebody like george clooney you see how he's all about them all now yeah. and he's like he literally will be like my important wife and he'll joke like he's just yeah. an actor. that's a change within him he couldn't get yeah. a, a girl couldn't get him to commit to save her life I know. no matter how beautiful i know for years until he something changed within him yeah. and he's he's a strong guy guy but he's not an alpha anymore he's seated in his work but he's able to let her shine that's the kind of person you should be looking for he's already in his worth he's he's centered in himself yeah he's already powerful he's not chasing something out there he's in himself Uh i'm good i'm he's like comfortable and i think it takes the one woman like in his case that said okay that's it and time and time, and time. Look how old he was. I mean, 50-something, I think, when they... But nowadays, a lot of the 50-somethings are going nuts. Like, they're having a, a, a post-midlife crisis. Yeah. And, like, they want to date everybody. Because they, want... they didn't go... They, they feel like they missed <laughs> out or something. And they yeah. didn't want to... You know what I mean? So, it still has to do with time, right? It still has to do with yeah. people getting to a certain level of, like, emotional maturity. So, instead of looking for the guy who's, like outwardly powerful like chasing goals in the world Mm -hmm. look for the person who is really like kind of like 
within they're powerful. Uh-huh. Not, ah, I don't feel powerful. Because a lot of those alpha guys, they don't really feel that powerful. That's why they're sleeping with all these women. Mm. That's why they're doing all this stuff. So uh-huh. it's a subtle energy that you're looking for. So they could have money. They could have businesses. But are they, like seated within themselves uh, how like, do we <laughs> find out because that's what all the girls ask I, you meet the guy he takes you on a nice date da, 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 and he looks you in the eye and say i want a relationship mm-hmm. how do you know if they're telling you the truth or not pay attention to his not just his words what is his relationship with himself so not just does he seem cocky and like he's confident about his business success how does he feel within himself does he have a lot of fear within himself like what is his relationship with himself ask him about those kinds of questions like have you like i'm into personal development like have you ever done that kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. if somebody hasn't done any personal development most of the time they're not going to be a good match for what you are looking for if you want a basic relationship then don't go for that but usually with men it's either pain like life they lost somebody they went through an addiction something some usually for men something really bad has to happen to them uh-huh. and they're humbled <laughs> and they got to do that's true like my like my husband went through a divorce and yeah. then he said for a year he worked on himself he was uh... like and then He's like, I'm gonna date, and that was his first Tinder date. He's so freaking wow. lucky. Aww. But he, his, so yeah, he went lucky. through a divorce, yeah, sure. and his sister died. And I know that sounds yeah. crazy, but it's a lot. Men yeah. usually they have to be dragged to the fire to do the freaking work. So yeah. sometimes a guy who's been through it will not like, oh, I climbed the corporate ladder, and I'm so good in my business, and I make so much. <laughs> no, like, have you been through it? Because then you're gonna be able to have a real relationship. Makes sense. So speaking of divorce. How long after a divorce do you think in general men are ready to say, yes, I am Ugh. ready? That's a there. tough one, the right? Divorce guys, the okay. divorce guy is a tough one, yeah. right? The problem with the divorce guys is a lot of times they like want the love. So they'll get in the relationship with you and then all their fear comes up and then they're pulling away. They're like, oh, I don't want the same thing to happen again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fail. So oh, the divorce guys, those are usually we have to like we have to like let them go a little bit slower like usually a divorce guy needs to go a little bit slower he might be dating you but you might notice like he's lagging and going all the way in you mm-hmm. know and again if they gotta they gotta face their own fear but yeah so it's it's not necessarily the amount of time although if he's just if he's just getting divorced or if he's separated some separated people really have done the healing process a lot haven't so i would say at least three months if not six months but even more so has he faced like, what they have to face is are, is he willing to fail again because if he's not willing to fail again you, you're not going to have a good relationship with him and, or a lot of them get divorced and for a while they want to go out there mm-hmm. and go out with a bunch of women yeah. and they just want to have casual sex so i think you got to be careful with those as well right so yeah. they don't hurt you because is it true the saying hurt people hurt people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They all do. They all do. I and agree. Too, it happened know? to me for the first time. I was dating a guy. He, he didn't go through a divorce, but basically he had a long-term girlfriend living with him. And one day, mm-hmm. and he was madly in love. He was going to propose. And she up and left. Mm-hmm. She literally, He came mm-hmm. home and she was gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know this guy for many, many years. Yeah. Everybody knows the story in my podcast. So I started getting tangled up with him. And I was really into it. Yeah. And a few weeks, a few months into it, he literally like just broke my, oops, stop. Yeah, I don't yeah. lie. Nah, 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 nah. That's not what I want. And it really hurt me because I yeah. thought I knew him for so long. And I think 
he hurt me in certain ways so badly. Like basically he said on my birth the day on my birthday, mm. you know, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, and I think he was kind of hurting me to to feel better about his heart yeah. in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, the guys who've been, if they've been cheated on, if somebody left them or if they got in divorce, yeah. they tend to, guys are so freaking sensitive, right? Right. They tend More to than get, us, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And there, it's like this, I don't want to fail. It's like it's a lot about their ego yeah. too, you yeah. know? So I'm not saying you can't be with a guy like that, but you have to be really honest. Like, listen, your love is not powerful enough to save this person. I just told this to somebody too. I'm like, listen, totally. fear is illogical. So if somebody's in fear and you're like, I'm the most amazing perfect love in the world they're not gonna just go for it like they fear is very powerful look at the world today fear is like it's not more powerful than love but people think it is yeah and i think you are absolutely right i've tried that in the past it doesn't work don't try to save someone Mm -mm. from anything Mm -mm. Mm -mm. they are gonna do whatever they want to do i think if they want to be with you they're going to be with you but if they have their own issues they're not going to change for you right this is what i say to people who are like waiting listen how you have to think about the collateral damage okay so if you're waiting on somebody to change how much collateral damage are you willing to incur two months three months six months a year five years because you Mm -hmm. will be in pain (laughs) until they change so what's your tolerance and what damage Is this person worth the yeah. collateral damage? Look at Chloe. I just watched the season uh, episode finale of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh yeah, and Chloe's poor, like Chloe is like, oh, I was oh hoping that me and True God. were good enough for him I to know. change. That's a lot of collateral damage. Yeah. I never watched it, but I see, of course, on social media and everything, and I'm thinking girly this guy is a player he's young it's like you're saying oh look at me i'm on the top of my career i'm so hot and everything he's gonna cheat and cheat and cheat right yeah and so she was hoping that like her love could be good enough i have no doubt that she's a great girlfriend yeah yeah, you can see it you can see in how much she loves but it's not that she's not good enough it's just that he's not healed right and i in a way i think it's his personality Mm-hmm. I think if the guy, like, he's super young, he's, like, in his 20s, he's a gazillionaire, a lot of guys in their 20s, they start making a lot of money, there's a lot of women after them. It's pathological yeah. at this point. Yeah, I honestly think there's something I agree. pathological. I agree. If yeah. you could do that over and over and over again yeah. and not, there's something pathological yeah. going on there. But, totally. again, it's, like, such a, it's a great example of, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter how good you are. She had to incur so much collateral damage. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, and, and sometimes people yeah. change. But usually, like, listen, if somebody has an issue now, just think about how long it's taking you to change things in your life. Totally. Why are they going to do it faster <laughs> than you? <laughs> it takes a while to change patterns. Yeah. And I think the hardest thing for most women, I'm not saying all of them, is moving on. Mm-hmm. They keep insisting, insisting, yeah. especially if they have a baby. Oh, isn't it? No man is going to change because you have a baby with them, Mm-mm-mm-mm. period. But I think, and I learned that, after being married for 15 years and actually doing my podcast self-love first move the hell on you need to love yourself more i do not like girls humiliating themselves after guys it breaks my heart this is the mantra you need to take in i'd rather lose him than lose me that's the only point of power period right i'd rather lose him than lose me your only point of power is in saying if it's not what i want i'm going to move on of course you don't want to do that nobody wants to do that but if you don't you were choosing the pain yeah. and then you're you're responsible for it totally i do these things like and i learned after a long time i literally look at myself in the mirror like it's your loss mm-hmm. i am great i'm fabulous i'm intelligent yeah. i am hot i like sex it's your i like yeah, yeah. totally i i don't blame me anymore yeah i think i'm a freaking prize yes you are you are absolutely and listen 
again, not everyone is going to see that. Right, of course but, not. Yeah. But there will be, and not even just one, there, yeah. there could be multiple people that yeah. would see you that way. Yeah. And so you're trying to attract that energy to you. Totally. So that's what you want to do. Yeah. Focus on the energy. So when somebody doesn't like you, it hurts for a second. Yeah. But then for you a have, second. To, you have yeah. the moment to say, what energy do I want? What energy am I calling towards me? If that person were here right now and they were in front of me, how would they feel? How would they look at me? What would they say? Mm -hmm. What would they do? And you get into the vibration of that kind of experience yeah. until you attract it. I mean, that's manifesting. Yeah. Right? And do you agree if you are not wasting your energy with the wrong person that doesn't want you, you're opening up the way to finding the right person, yeah, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, if it's not the right situation, it will take an act of God usually to change that person. You know what I mean? Like, this is the thing. Like, I think like a lot of people probably that follow your podcast and certainly that follow me are growth oriented, personal development, working on ourselves. Yes. You have to understand that at least two thirds of the population is not in that place right now. Yeah. They're not trying to change themselves. Either they're just trying to survive or whatever. Yeah. They're not in that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is why it's like for the women out there, if you're single, <laughs> being so, not, he doesn't have to like go to workshops and like do ayahuasca on the weekend. But somebody that has this thing inside of him to say, I want to grow as a person, as uh -huh. a human being, themselves, not you forcing them. I think that should be the number one thing that people look for. Absolutely. And what do you say? You have a client. Uh, you, your clients are men as well or just women? Uh, men when it's a couple that I'm working with. Okay. So you say, and, and she looks at you like, but I love him, but I love him. <sighs> what do you say to and that? It, listen, this is a thing for women. Like, I think men are more logical sometimes. And it's like, well, here's the love, but here's all the other considerations. Yeah. And women are just wired, but I, I love him. Listen, you could love somebody, but is it workable? Like, you could love somebody, but does this dynamic work? work long term you could love somebody but how do they treat you you mm -hmm. have to step back from the love and look at all the other things because love is not enough so i get it i really get yeah. it listen i was convincing myself all day long <laughs> that this narcissist who had already cheated on me by the way and i knew multiple times uh. and told me i'm saving for a ring nicole but then he was uh. literally cheating on me the day i came to see him he had uh. cheated with somebody in the morning and then i like slept with him that night he i was, had the same story yeah. on valentine Day. I'm <gasps> not freaking kidding. Uh, I did an episode called Valentine's Day that turned into Halloween. Oh my god! Yeah, it was horrible. a freaking pig that I did. Yes. Yeah, and it's like you feel gross, right? Like you feel oh, so. I f and you're not gonna believe it. I forgave him, and I dated him another more than a year, mm -hmm. and he cheated on me again on my birthday. Yeah, yeah. See, it's like I, I get it when you. It love... took me forever to say, you know what? Enough. En but I would never put up with this shit now yeah yeah because you went through that yeah, yeah 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 so a lot of people who like love a lot it's weird like the lovers like we're like the lovers and we see the good in people but we have such a high tolerance for being treated like crap and so right unfortunately, nowadays i don't anymore yeah because life i've had enough, enough. <laughs> yeah i'm not kidding i think doing the podcast and saying it out loud mm -hmm. the stories and having people listen to it was very healing to me and yeah. it made me feel like I am never going to go through this shit ever again. Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. What, like I keep telling you, what you deserve is 10 times more. Yes. Even than what you think, even than what you want right now, it's it's 10 times more. And that's the other thing people need to understand about being with the right person is like love can grow. So this thing about you get in a relationship and then it's crap and then whatever, like 
love can grow over time so yeah. if you're in a relationship and it's stalled it's not working it's getting worse that's when you need to look at it and say uh -huh. okay like what are my expectations do i yeah. expect it to just get bad because Ugh. it shouldn't be that way it's like you don't think your body's going to break down over time you you do stuff yeah. to, to get it better love doesn't have and to break down and it shouldn't hurt I think, and as, as speaking from, from experience, if you're miserable at home, you're wondering, what is he doing? Is he cheating? Mm -hmm. Is he going to invite me out on a weekend? No, 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 It shouldn't be like that. It should make you, like you said, happy and light yeah. and fulfilled, right? It mm -hmm. shouldn't keep you guessing, guessing, guessing and crying, crying, crying. No. And like, listen, like you're going to have challenges in any relationship, yeah, but course. like, can you communicate? Can you work through it? Can you yeah. use it to get stronger? If if that's not happening, then it might either might not be the right relationship or you do need to get some support to yeah. like heal the issues. I think a lot of people tolerate such crap in their love life and then they all, they, their girlfriends are going through the same crap. So it yeah. feels normal. It's like, oh, this is just how it is. Like, yeah. We should just tolerate this. No. And like, you don't have to tolerate. I think women, if I, I really just wish all the women in the world would band together and sign some pact. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, <laughs> none of us are yeah. going to sleep with the married men. None totally. of us are going to do I this. Know. Like, we have so much power if we all just so band it together. True. I wish, and my work is always like that about empowering women and mm -hmm. being friends with men. It's kind of sad that not all women are like that, but I totally hear you. Like, you should have loyalty to your friends, to other women, don't do to them what you don't want them to do to you, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've had even, I've had clients who they were like, can you, I want to get this married man. Can you help me get this married Ooh, man? And, I, and I'm like, lady, no. Lady, get a lot. <laughs> and I'll tell her, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to help yeah. you get this married man. I can only help you manifest your own version. But yeah. what I've seen with those kinds of women is like, um, I have compassion in a way because again, it's just this desperation for love and they really believe in their mind that the only person that can give it to them oh. is that married man. So it doesn't make it right, but that's why I'm like, we all kind of have to heal and yeah. like sign this declaration of women all together totally. and yeah. have some minimum standard, all yeah. women. <laughs> Especially when it comes to being married or in a relationship or even dating someone. There are plenty of single people out there. Mm -hmm. I believe in karma and I believe in energy and I don't want to do to anybody, you know, what I don't want them to do to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about your TV show because yeah. I am so excited. Yeah. So it's called Reality of Love, and it's like a talk reality show. Reality of Love. Yeah. So basically, I started like coaching reality. It wasn't like I planned this, but I started coaching some like reality stars and, yeah. and different like actresses and people like that. And so, it, uh, like, I just kind of evolved into that. And then I, you know, I've always wanted to do TV stuff. So, the show is. Each episode has a different theme. There's six episodes for season one. Uh -huh. And we have reality stars from different franchises. Oh. Like there's an episode on the housewives. And then there's an episode on people who are single now. They went on TV to find love, but they're still single. And so we chat about what's going on in their love lives and like the behind the scenes. And then we'll do like a little fun game uh. in each episode to kind of like help their love lives. So it's like a talk show with a little bit of personal development <laughs> thrown in there through the lens of these reality stars. Um, I love watching reality oh TV. Oh my God, me too. I don't have a lot of time, but I definitely like it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's like a guilty <laughs> pleasure. It's good. Yeah, right? it is. And it kind of breaks my heart sometimes to watch it. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it's tough enough dating when not all eyes are on you. I'm not on TV, yeah. but obviously my work is super public and mm -hmm. I think it affects 
how people date me. Like yeah. even just doing the podcast, a lot of men approach me and they think, oh my God, she bangs different guys every night. <laughs> she has sex all the time because she does the sex podcast. They yeah. misread me mm-hmm. and it definitely affects my life. I cannot even imagine doing that on TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people project a lot of stuff. And so we yeah. talked about that on the show, like yeah. that some of the, the singles, like what they're getting, the DMs and like how people will like, they watch them on TV and they expect them to be like the TV character. Right, and right. Not. And so that's kind of like what we talk about on the show but everybody can can relate because it's just like love yeah love stuff in general um so that's coming out in august season one's coming out in august it'll oh be my on direct tv and a whole bunch of other places and um then we're filming season two in the fall that is so exciting i cannot wait to watch it and uh i think i don't know if i interviewed somebody that is on your show but i interviewed two uh two guys one was um he was a bachelor on mm-hmm. a bachelorette and he's still single. And I interviewed one girl that was in a show, Mary Millions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jean-T or no? Yeah, Jean-T. Yeah, she's yeah. on my and show. I, she's amazing. Oh, I loved her. I she's the sweetest thing on this planet and she's so powerful. And a lot of people send that question to ask her and ask you, do you think most men or a lot of men are intimidated by powerful women? And in a way, that's why it's so hard for powerful women to actually find the right relationship yeah yeah i do think they are i think they are i don't think the powerful women are wrong but i think that a lot of people don't have fundamentally have confidence in themselves and mm-hmm. so they are intimidated right so the powerful woman represents what these guys are not able to achieve not that they couldn't do it but mm-hmm. they're not for whatever reason and so <laughs> they project a whole bunch of stuff so somebody like jean t who's but she's in a pattern and she knows it like she just keeps attracting these guys the who same guy? use her and uh, it's like a whole pattern um yeah so we talk about it like a little bit on the uh, on, on the episode <laughs> the singles episode so a lot of people are you could say they're intimidated by women with power for uh-huh. sure but again that's where you have the choice to say well where are the men who love women's power where are the men who want that kind of person and can i attract that one in? yeah not shrinking we're, we're like i think women are past that now like we're not gonna shrink we hope for the not, guys right? like please yeah. be, please be past it because yeah. listen like that dude who's intimidated by you is not reaching his full potential because of some fear within exactly him. if you let him diminish your potential for what so he can be a shitty boyfriend at best like what is the freaking point of it right yeah. <laughs> like, well at least exactly. might as well just reach your own potential i know amen but you know a lot of guys at least with me and i think with Gentil too and other girls that i interview in the beginning, they say like, oh, I'm totally fine with your job, with your money, with your work. For me, they're like, oh, I think it's so cool that you, you do the podcast. But, you know, then I realize like they start getting more and more uncomfortable about yes. it. And then, you, you listen, you that's as soon as you notice them being uncomfortable, get that's out. when you have to either get mm-hmm. out or you speak up. And you mm-hmm. say very plainly and clearly, I like you. What I require in relationships yeah. is somebody who is okay with how much power I have because they're in their own power. Mm -hmm. If that's you, great. If it's not you, that's not, doesn't work for me. You have to be empowered to know what is your standards and be willing to communicate that. And Mm -hmm. yeah, like in general though, if you let the wrong people in so much, the danger is they hurt you Mm -hmm. and you make it about you. Yeah. So that's the only thing is like, let go quicker if Mm -hmm. you realize they're not going to change. Now I will say this. Somebody could have a fear for a moment and they could be a little bit afraid and then they could 
choose you like they could choose it mm -hmm. so you always can give the communication you know you don't have to just have to boot people out you communicate right like my husband <laughs> when we i have this thing like i used to talk about flirting so much i don't talk about flirting that much anymore but he like what we we went on a date and then like he read my flirting guide like in between our flirting first and guide. second day and then like he was at my house and i did something and he was like oh i think you're doing like the flirting uh, thing and i was just like no and i was like well does that does that that's freak so cute. you out and he said He's like, no, but like, I'm like, it does make me a little bit nervous of like, I don't know, I don't know what he was afraid of. More like, maybe I'm the kind of woman that like knows how to like get my way with men. So he communicated that fear to me. So uh -huh. if somebody is self-aware uh -huh. and they come to you uh -huh. and they're able to communicate the fear, yeah. that's different than a guy uh -huh. who's just like, oh, you know, like he's so unaware of the fear. He doesn't even know True. he has the fear, True. but he's acting like an asshole. Yeah. So if somebody's self-aware, communicate, state what you want, see mm. if they can rise up. But I if not... You. Let them go. But in my case, a lot of them say, oh, my God, you're going to talk about me on your podcast. Yeah. And my, <laughs> yeah, but this is my answer. I'm yes. not going to lie. Say, yes. Yeah. If you're an asshole, you will probably be a good episode. But if you're a decent person, I will probably say really nice things about yeah. you. Yeah. So if you have good intentions, if you have good ethics, if you're a nice person, even if we don't end up together... I might say something great. Yeah. But if you're a player and you do something horrible to me, yeah, I might. I know, but I never name names, by the way. Yeah. But yeah. But it, this is true, though. They are going to end up with us. It's kind of like, okay, let's look at Kim Kardashian dating Pete Davidson. Not that he wasn't famous before, but now he's under a whole different level of scrutiny. But what he's do also you getting more about this one? Because I know a lot of people out there. Isn't she jumping on too fast? She no. said that she took 10 months to heal, but I don't know what was going on behind the scenes. I actually analyzed their body language for an article yeah. when it first came out and I it, it looked like Kim was like very much leading the relationship and now yeah. it's kind of like the energy is has switched so I, she, listen isn't she another one that never stays alone yeah she, I think she said that on TV like I like a relationship period yeah and I mean she said that she took 10 months so I don't know how much healing yeah. she did we I never think know Con right listen was it enough time to heal from everything Kanye did to her? I don't think so. We don't even know, right? <laughs> I don't, don't think so. Even, I, think I don't that like that was judging a... because I think only a couple knows what's yeah. going on behind closed doors. So we, we don't even know what, what happened yeah. there. I think like I wish like somebody like like a Kim Kardashian, if she would be in the relationship with Pete, but also get love coaching. You know what I mean? So like Kim, love coach, yeah, love yeah, coach, yeah. Nicole so that, Moore. No, no, no. But seriously, because <laughs> yes, I agree. Can, because if you're with... If Have you're, you tried reaching out? No. But you if should. You're, if you're married to somebody for for that many years that has uh i don't want to label kanye but let's just say he's a he's a yeah. he can be problematic at times that's a long time and like she kind of gives little snippets where she'll say like like she'll admit that he was a little controlling yeah. and that she she says very little out yeah. of respect for her kids yeah but if she's with somebody for that long it's not that you can't be in a new relationship but she probably still has some healing yeah to especially do. with kids involved yeah. and all that yeah stuff, so that right? that's that's the thing even if you're in a relationship you can still have a love of relationship coach to help you you know like work through not all yeah, and stuff. not make the same mistakes maybe that you made with the first one yeah but like look at so pete listen he's gonna have more scrutiny now like he's still totally. dating her yeah like, like, it comes with the territory for yeah. you. Yeah. God, it comes with the territory. Yeah. You're going to, who knows, five years from now, you might be on the cover of magazines. You might be in this and that in television. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I would assume, I would, I would assume this for yourself. I'm only going to get bigger. 
I'm only going to have more. Yeah, we're not going to stop doing what we do. Yeah. Right. So you might as well have somebody. A partner that is confident. Totally. You nailed it. How do people find you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Find me on Instagram. I love love Instagram. I do too. Find me on Instagram at at Nicole Moore Love. My website is loveworksmethod.com. I have a podcast. I I I haven't recorded in a long time, but the stuff there is really good. It's Love Works with Nicole Moore. If you just Google Nicole Moore Love, Find. And you when find is the, what day in August the so show? So it's premiering August 25th. It'll yeah, be on Direct TV channel 234. I'm gonna have tons of clips and stuff on my YouTube. Oh and my god, I'm dying to clips. watch it. So and season two is also celebrities. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have um, more more celebs from different reality shows, different topics, um, talking about love and relationships. Oh and my god. They say things that the cool thing is like they talk about things that they don't talk about in other interviews because uh-huh. it's like really their love lives. Yeah. So they get a little bit more. Um, open deep yeah oh so. my god this is so much fun thank you nicole yeah. i'm sure i'm gonna have hundreds of questions for you so i'm definitely gonna invite you yeah, back yeah send it my way and, you um, are amazing because i gotta tell you and i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings sometimes i have people here that they give this crazy advice and i'm like oh but you actually have you say things that that really make us think mm-hmm. like change the behavior do the right thing like totally worth it yeah yeah i mean I very listen, impressed not to knock any no, i don't want to knock anybody yeah, but me i will neither, say this me like neither. if you could tell when somebody's regurgitating something yeah, versus exactly. like exactly real real truth and like, exactly so yeah like the main thing i always want people to know is really there isn't a rule it's you being the most you and finding that's the person. it <laughs> i guess that's what i want to say don't come and say this is the rule for that this is because no. love is different it's not one size fits all you just have to do what feels right for you right yeah 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 absolutely you are amazing yeah. thank you so much it's such an honor thank you nicole moore cat on the loose for your tuesday first day of summer and it's so hot <laughs> so i'm sorry if you can see me right now i got sweat on my upper lip yeah people. i know i'm gonna put the video that we are sweating we should have gotten a drink before we got this time <laughs> i'll see you guys soon thank you so much nicole <laughs> you're amazing you.